the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to Hi Kids. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Renal Silverstone and I am 12 years old. And I am your host for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to 101.9 Chai FM. Today, I have an exciting show lined up for you. And to start off, I have Maria Paul. And she's a water quality advisor. So, you don't want to go away because this is a very interesting show. If you have any questions for my guest or just want to say hi to your friends and family, the SMS number is 34519 or telegram us on 061-895-1019. I also have a general knowledge question to challenge your thinking and guess the song challenge if you have musical knowledge. So stay tuned because you really don't want to miss this show. So let's play a song. You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. Good afternoon, Maria. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. And you? Oh, I'm so wonderful. It's such a lovely day today, right? It is. Yeah, it's very lovely outside. Nice and warm. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to interview you. And let's begin. Can't wait. Okay, so our first question would be, what is Randwater? Ah, that's a good question. Thank you. Rainwater is a public utility. Our main job at Rainwater is to purify water and supply it in bulk for drinking in different uh, municipal areas. Wow. That's, but isn't that like a hard job? You know what? It is a hard job. Because it's a big responsibility. Remember, when you purify water, you must make sure that it's of good standard and it's safe and it's healthy for your consumers to drink. Hmm. Wow. So then why is it called rand water? <laughs> it's called rand water. You know why you ask, uh, when you ask me that, it simply means I must quickly go back into history. So yes, that I can explain to you why is it called Rand Water. Yes, give us a long story. <laughs> First of all, the area where Rand Water is, the Rand Water's head office, the long, long time ago, at the end of the 19th century, people came to Johannesburg looking for gold. And the area that they came to long time ago, it used to be called Vet Vatas Rand. And... Oh. Because people came here looking for gold, they forgot that they're going to get thirsty, they're going to need water to bath, and there wasn't enough water for them. So during that time, water became a problem. And where are, where are we at that time? We're in the Vet Vatras Rand. Before oh, wow. it could be called Gauten, it used to be called <laughs> Vet Vatras Rand. Wow. Have you ever heard of Vet Vatras Rand? Actually, yes. Oh, okay, good. Did you say you were 12 years old? But you know about Wet Waters Run? I'm a smart one. <laughs> Very clever. <laughs> then, as we, as people started coming to look for gold, they started getting thirsty and they were looking for water, but they needed a sustainable way of getting water. So then Rand Water was established in the Rand Waters Run. Oh, 
wow. Yeah. So that is That's why it's called rent water. It's good in idea. the vet water's round. Wow, yeah. it's a very good idea. And what do you do at rent water? Oh, all right. What I do at rent water, my title, I'm a water quality advisor in education. I work with the WaterWise education team. So I said a team head. So it means it's not just me. I'm one of the 10 team members that make the WaterWise education team. Wow. And what we do, we teach learners about the importance of looking after water and the environment. We teach kids not to waste water and how water is purified because water is a precious resource. Yeah. Yes, that's what Guys we do. Guys must save water. Yes, they yes. must. <laughs> and how do we save water? Saving water is very important. You can actually do it at home. Oh, wow. I'm glad you said how do we. So meaning at home, ourselves, we can save lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of water. Firstly, when you shower, you must collect the first water in the bucket. You can shower in a bigger basin so that the water falls in there, and then you can use the water. Again, when you bath, you don't have to swim. Uh Oh, no, you don't need a lot of water. You can just uh, bath in small amounts of water so that you can save for the future. Opening your tap when you're brushing your teeth and letting it run, Oh, that's a lot of waste. So you must make sure that when you brush your teeth, you actually use a cup. Oh, wow. And how else could we save water that's not at home? You know what? When we're not at home, I see people gardening wherever they work, big landscapes. And often they let water run to the tar. And you actually are supposed to be watering your lawn, not the tar road. So when you're gardening outside... At work, so make sure that your tap is using only that amount of water that you need to water. And again, don't water in the middle of the heat. Mm. Make sure that you water in the morning or in the afternoon when there's less evaporation. Yeah, you're right. I agree with you. So where does Rand Water get the water? Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. (laughs) (laughs) Rainwater gets the water from a dam called Val Dam. It's a cool dam. It is. And guess what? What? Val Dam is your second largest dam in South Africa. No way. I am telling you. Because remember, we have a huge number of people that we supply our water to. So we draw our water from Val Dam to our purification plants and also the water that we get remember because we are in Johannesburg we don't have lots of streams some of the water we get from Lesotho and it comes all the way through pipes canals to the Valdem then rainwater draws the water from Valdem and it purifies that water wow and how do you pur- pur- <laughs> purify water? Sure, purifying water actually, it's a lot of responsibility and there are steps involved. Oh, what are those steps? Yes. Step number one, rainwater draws the water from the Valdem through what we call an intake tower. From there, 
the water goes through canals and pipes to one of our purification plants. Actually, two. One is in Sekerbosch and the other one is in Ferienaching. So the first step, once the water has entered the plant, it goes through what we call screening. And screening is where the water, the, all the large particles get sieved. Wow. With a big metal. So the, all the large particles will be saved and the water goes through into the plant and it goes to a place where we call, um, it goes to a spiral flocculator. In that spiral flocculator, the water is going to spin very fast. It's going to spin fast, fast. That's where we do what we call coagulation and flocculation. Coagulation. Remember, there were lots of particles in the water. Now we want the particles to relax and get heavy and settle at the bottom so that only clearer water can go through. Now we put in something called slake lime. Now slake lime will make sure that all those particles come together. So as the spiral flocculator, the water is busy spinning in the spiral flocculator, on the outer part of the spiral flocculator, the water will start slowing down. And slow down, slow oh, wow. down. And as it slows down, your heavier particles will start settling slowly. And from there, it will go to a step called sedimentation tank. In the sedimentation tank, the water moves very, very slow. From there, the water goes through for carbonation. We carbonate the water because... The pH went up when we put in slake lime. The pH went to 10.5. Now we want the pH to come down so that the water can taste better. After carbonation, the water goes through the process called filtration. Filtration is another way of making sure that everything that is in the water that we don't want it must remain in the filtration tank. From there, this is the important step that we're going to. It's called chlorination. Chlorination, that's where all the gems are killed. After chlorination, then the water is pumped to our booster pumps. Wow. From there, it goes to where? To our, our customers. <laughs> yes, it goes to our customers. Wow. But isn't chlorine bad for us? Chlorine is good because it kills gems. Remember, we only put in the amount that we need. So we chlorinate, and then it will last in the water for six to eight hours. From there, as the water travels and get to our uh, booster pumps, they will add chloramine. Chloramine is just there to make sure that all the gems are dead in the water. So it maintains what you, want, what you like your water to be. Wow. So you must only use what you need in the water. And how can we use chlorine in a pool? I mean, we're not going to drink the pool. Yes, we do use chlorine in the pool to kill the gems, yes, even though we don't have to drink pool water. Ah, I see. And who do you supply the water to? Sure. Rainwater supplies the water to 16 municipalities. We also supply to parts of Mpumalanga, the Northwest, the Free State, Mwate municipality, uh, 16 municipalities that we are supplying to. And we also supply to almost 40 mines. 
So we've got a huge uh, customer base. Oh. So the area of supply is something like 18,000 square kilometers. That is Yes, and we make sure that there's water all the time for our customers to serve their customers. But then, wouldn't the Val not be enough water? You know what? Remember, the people are, the number is increasing in the Gauteng province. Every day the number is increasing. Actually, the water in Valdem can last us for almost two years, even if we don't have rain. But, but, but. We have rain. (laughs) But, 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 that doesn't mean we must waste water. We must still look after water. Yeah, agreed. Keep the water, guys. And what is toilet waste? Sure. Toilet waste is normally the water that we use to flush the toilet with. You see, we are very spoiled because we use potable water that is safe for drinking, that uh, is done, uh, you know, it's purified according to international standards, but we use it to flush our toilets. The water that we use for flushing our toilets is the water that we also use for irrigation and also for drinking. So that waste wow. water in the toilet that we use, we flush the toilet and the water goes to a wastewater works. Wow. Wastewater works, normally they are owned by the municipalities. They will take the water that came through, purify it, but not for drinking, to a certain standard, not a drinking standard, of course, so that they can be able to release the water back into the river. Wow, that's amazing. (laughs) I'm speechless. I know. People often wonder what happens to the water when we flush our toilet? What happens to it? Yes, that's it. That's what happens to it. Wow. And what does pH stand for and why do we need it? Yes, good one. Uh, pH stands for potential of hydrogen. We need water that is stable. So now, if water is not stable in our pipes, our pipes will be corrosive. And we don't want that. We don't want our pipes to be damaged. All what we want, we want water that is good to taste. So imagine some of the things that you drink that are fizzy. You cannot use them for brushing your teeth every every yeah. day because they're acidic. And also, you don't want the water that is too alkalinic because it's going to taste soapy. The tap water that you drink from rainwater, is, its pH is between 8.0 to 8.4. Wow. So it's very nice. And yeah. Yes. So that's the kind of water we're talking about. Good quality water with good pH. Oh, definitely. So how much water does rainwater produce per day? Ooh, you really want to know that? Yes. Ah. Rainwater produces a lot of water because it has to supply to almost 14 million people. That's a lot. That's a lot of people that we are supplying. Yeah. Huh? So remember, we buy the water from our uh, government, we purify it, and we sell it to the municipalities. And municipalities have to serve the houses, the industries, schools, and all that. So the amount of water that we produce per day is 5,300 megaliters. Wow. Megaliters means? 
million liters. Yeah. So it's a lot. I'm sure you cannot imagine it, hey? There, <laughs> it's just overflowing my brain. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna make it sit in your brain. Drowning my brain. <laughs> no, I don't want it to drown your brain. Now listen. Often when we watch TV, we see Olympic swimming pools, hey? Yeah. You know how big they are? Yeah. Very huge, hey? So imagine 60,000 of those. That's way too much water. Full to their capacity per yeah. day. Oh, wow. That's how much water and water produces per day. It's a lot. It's a lot. So imagine yeah. that for 365 days a year. So that's a lot. Uh, my brain is flooding. I'm telling you. <laughs> but at least you can imagine 660,000 uh, uh, swimming pools, eh? Mm. Yes. Yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you better. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I am learning so much about rand water and water quality advisors and how we save water. All right, let's carry on. How many kilometers does it flow all in all? Oh, probably a lot, I'm guessing. Just like a question if everyone knows. Anyone, you guys can also try and answer that. And what season does the water dry out? You know, season, season, seasons. Remember, seasons vary a lot. So, remember I said Val Dam has enough water for us? Yeah. But just, just for us to function, not to waste the water. So during this time of the year, your August, your September, your October is the time that is very, very windy and humid and hot. So during that time, the water evaporates a lot. Hence, we normally say, please, please, please don't water during the heat of the sun. So the problem with people is that once it starts warming up, they walk outside a lot and they start feeling energized. They also want to do what? To water their gardens. And once you start watering because your garden doesn't look nice and neat, you use a lot of water, especially when it's windy. So this time of the year, that's where you find that most of the time oh. the air is dry and we don't have enough rain, then it gets dry. Wow. And how do you supply the water? Oh, the water is supplied through pipes. I mean, big pipes, not just a simple pipe. Rainwater pipes are very, very big pipes. So, imagine one pipe that we use to supply to our customers. I said our customers are our municipalities, eh? Yeah. So, we use very, very big pipes that must take the water to the reservoirs. A pipe that is almost 2.9 meters in diameter. Whoa. So it means you can actually drive through our pipes. In your backy, <laughs> wow. even in your 4x4, four four, that's how huge rainwater pipes that's are. So they are, they are very, very big. So once the water is in the reservoirs, it gets supplies. It gets supplied by the, our, our municipalities to our houses and schools. So obviously the pipes won't be as huge at, uh, as rainwater's pipes. But yes, we use pipes to, to give people water. Wow. That's amazing. And how does the water get to the earth house? What is the earth house? Mm, interesting question what the yes. earth house is. If you guys know, you must SMS it in. And do you think that water will ever finish on Earth? 
Ah, it depends what type of water we're talking about. Remember, the water that we use now is the water that was used by the dinosaur. All because we're depending on the rain. Wow. And the rain that we got 100 years ago, million years ago, is still the same. But the sad part is that, is that South Africa is not getting a lot of rain. So we need to be really careful with our water. Wow. Guys, we really must save the water. We must save water, yes. And is the water in Johannesburg safe to drink? Absolutely. Remember I told you that rainwater supplies the water. At rainwater, we make sure that we supply high quality standards, meaning rainwater water actually complies with the international standards and the sense standards, South African national standards. What happens is that the type of water that we get in Johannesburg is the water that you can drink for the rest of your life. Wow. That's how safe it is. That's very safe. And what are the stages of water treatment? Uh, remember we spoke about water uh, purification? Mm-hmm. Those stages are the stages that we follow to purify water. Remember, rainwater's job is to purify water. So that's all we do. We purify and supply in bulk. So those seven stages that we spoke about. And what is water pollution? Ooh, water pollution. I'm glad you're asking me that. Water pollution is when water gets dirty to a state that you cannot even use it. So... People pollute a lot, and some of them, guess what? They don't know that they are polluting water. And the water that we pollute on land lands up in the sea. So we really need to be careful. Have you ever seen a person walking and throwing away paper, not in the dustbin? Yes. Chuck it on the floor. They just chuck it on the floor. And they never think, hmm, what's going to happen to that paper? With a lot of wind blowing, it lands up where? In the sea. In the sea. Because those papers land up in our rivers and stream when they get blown and they got carried all the way to the sea. And we don't want our seas to be our garbage dump. So we must be careful when water, when we pollute by throwing paper on the ground. Yeah. And you know, it takes over 400 to I think 800 years to just, um, the, Disintegrate, I think it is, in the ground. And if you actually throw it away or even take your plastic or papers and recycle it, it can take very quick because you're actually helping in the environment. And if you don't throw it in the sea, you save animals because the more pollution you put in the world is the more you're killing actually animals. I am telling you, and that's not a good behavior. We should be responsible citizens. We should be recycling. We must sort our waste right from home. Yeah. I know most people are not used to that, but can be a new good habit that we have to learn and practice. Okay. That's absolutely true. We must not pollute or make water pollution. No, we mustn't. We mustn't Save do pollu- water. <laughs> pollution bug or litter bug. Yeah. Yes. Don't be litter bugs, guys. Yes, be good citizens. And how many stages of water treatment are there? Remember, I said there's seven. So we treat the water for purification. Rainwater doesn't actually deal with um, wastewater. You know, the water that you flush and goes to the 
uh, to the sewage works, like I said, but rainwater does give advice to municipalities on how they can manage the water there. So we mainly purify. Our main job is to purify water for consumption, for people to drink. Wow. Very interesting. Very interesting. And yeah. again, something that is very, very important that people must always think of is what action can I take to make sure that I save water? Yeah. What action can I take to save the environment? Of course, we only have one planet that we live in. We destroy it. Where else are we going to go? Exactly. That's it. And what is Rand Water Academy? Okay. Woo, so you were reading a lot about a us lot today's questions. Oh my oh this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Rainwater Academy is actually an institution that is that you find at Rainwater at one of our plants in Sakerbos. Sakerbosch is when you drive towards Ferinaring. I think it's ten kilometers out of Ferinaring. So there it's very, it's a very important uh, institution because, you know, big companies like Rainwater, remember Rainwater is big. Yeah. You employ educated people from universities, but even though they are educated and well skilled, you still want them to understand your business. So Rainwater has Rainwater Academy where people are getting trained to understand and also so that they can understand how the rainwater business is run. And oh. we also have uh, people who come in for skills. So Rainwater Academy also skills the community through partnerships with uh, the government. They train people from the nearest communities to come in. They get trained on how to fix leaking taps. Remember, when people are skilled, then they can solve a problem. They can fix leaking taps to make sure that we don't waste a lot of water. Wow. I have learned so much about water, water pollution, rand water, the Water Academy, and it was super fun. And I believe that we learned so much from you today. Thanks so much to my guest, Maria, and thank you to my producer, Senna, and DJ Flo for pushing the red buttons. Thank you for listening to Chai Kids, for Kids, by Kids. Join us next week, Monday, for another Chai Kids show, only on 101.9 Chai FM. Goodbye, kids. Shabbat shalom. Have a super Rosh Hashanah.